Well, hello, welcome to A Grown-Up's Guide to VeggieTales, the podcast for grown-ups who want to know about VeggieTales. My name is Jonathan, or JP for short. So let's just get stuck right in since this is the first episode. So some of you know and some of you don't that VeggieTales is not owned by its former creator and owner, Phil Vischer. At the start of each episode, you will see the words created by Phil Vischer and Mike Norocki. Um, these days, if you've seen Mike Norocki's speaking on a video about VeggieTales, you probably just see his uh, name listed as co-creator. But Phil Vischer is definitely the creator, as he was the man who thought up VeggieTales. Before we get stuck into all of that, let's think of what VeggieTales is and why we love it. There's never, ever, ever been a show like VeggieTales goes the theme song, and that's right. VeggieTales has sold over 50 million videos or DVDs in the past 30 years. There's also been two feature films, a five-season Netflix show, VeggieTales in the House. The last two seasons were named VeggieTales in the City. There's also now, over the last two years, been a new series called The VeggieTales Show, um, which actually has Phil Vischer writing on it again, but he hasn't written an episode before that until back until about 2006 with Lord of the Beans. So VeggieTales features a cast of funny, serious, sad, happy <laughs> characters, all who are actually vegetables or fruit. So we've got Bob the Tomato, the grumpy, serious, but happy one. We've got Larry, the goofy um, guy. He's often the learner. That's Larry the Cucumber, I mean. Larry's often the learner learning the lesson. Um, as we know, there are other characters like Par Grape, Junior Asparagus, Dad Asparagus, Scooter, Laura, Larry Boy, and who 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 else does Larry Boy seem to be like? Now that's funny. He seems to be vaguely familiar. Basically, what we've got here is an ensemble cast with a couple of key characters, all who tell Bible stories or stories with a lesson or moral or value. So let's go back about thirty-two years, um, or approximately thereabouts. So Phil Vischer had been born in nineteen sixty-six. Um, and he grew up um, loving filmmaking, a bit of an introvert. Um, his grandfather actually gave him the use of a video camera, which he was using from a young age. And anyway, in about the 80s, he saw MTV come out, and MTV was this new thing with music videos, music videos that were very colourful, exciting, vibrant, and cool and he saw the potential that filmmaking had, films like the short films that were in the music videos on MTV, on cable TV in America. Now, what was happening there was these were powerful videos, powerful films. But what was also happening was that the content and the messages and morals per, per put forward in these videos were not Christian, not godly the way that Phil Vischer had grown up believing in his church. And... So what he thought saw was the potential of film, but also how it can be used for both good and evil. So to cut a long story short, he uh, came up with the idea of a show. If he, if originally, he and Mike, who'd been at Bible college together, they had decided to make maybe a like talk show or like a show for teenagers. 
Um, but what they ended up deciding on was a show for kids. Phil Vischer had also been working a bit in CGI, and this is in the very early days of CGI. This is about five, six years before Toy Story came out, which was the first CGI feature film ever. Now, uh, uh, Phil had been reading like industry magazines like Variety, learned that the trend in filmmaking was CGI. He even talks in his book, Me, Myself and Bob, about visiting a kind of CGI convention um, where he ended up speaking to John Lester in a way, um, giving some feedback about one of the short films and how it could have been better. That's an interesting story. And there's more in Me, Myself and Bob by Phil Vischer. However, also um, thinking about his CGI. He started um, doing some programming, learning a bit about it. In the end, um, he came up with the idea for VeggieTales and um, started um, shopping it around to different places to get the funding. So what happened was he had um, made, I think, a 10 or 20 second video, a very short video, which he shopped to places like Nickelodeon, which was just starting up as a kid's um, TV channel. They said they weren't going to do CGI films, only uh, 2D animated cartoons. So in the end, uh, VeggieTales was born in about the in late 1993. After lots of hard work, they finished um, producing Where's God When I'm Scared, which was the first VeggieTales episode ever, and the start of the first um, CGI video series, direct-to-video series ever in the world. Yeah, and so that was done through a postage kind of sale system. So, and look, they had sent like letters to their friends and families and like they sold a few hundred copies and it went from there. In the end, um, VeggieTales sold its millionth video in 1997, which was the year that Larry Boy and the Fib from Outer Space came out. From there, the, the popularity grew into the late 90s when Phil Vischer kind of talks about the release of one video as the peak of VeggieTales' success, which was when the second superhero adventure called Larry Boy and the Fi- and the Rumor <laughs> Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed um, came out, and they did kind of a showing, um, kind of a, a do where they all dressed up and had this showing kind of thing at some kind of Christian convention, I think it was. Anyway, so from there. Um, Mum, like a third of uh, families with preschool children had a VeggieTales video in their home at this point around the late 90s. And then they started um, deciding to make maybe about 45 minute videos, which were longer than their traditional half an hour thing. As the original theme song said, half an hour VeggieTales as part of the lyrics. So what we have there is... Phil asked Mike, who had written Madame Blueberry, the 1998 episode. He asked Mike Naroki to write a script for a 45-minute video, and they decided to do one on the Bible prophet Jonah in the Old Testament. What happened was Mike was writing this this story and had some great ideas setting up. Maybe they were going to do a bit of present-day stuff, going back to the Bible um, times after that, setting up the themes and characters and so on. They found, they, they found that Mike was writing some really funny stuff and really good stuff. So they said, well, this could actually be a full-length movie, about 80 minutes or something. And so they, they started thinking about that. They made a couple of movies, uh, a couple of episodes with more, the half an hour ones, with more um, advancement in technology to try and try out about how to make a bit more of a fancy movie style thing. So that's where Esther comes in. So Esther, the girl who would become queen, was... Um, <laughs> 
given some feedback from from fans to Big Idea Productions, who was making Veggie Tales. Um, uh, they feel wish owned, and and they said, "Oh, this is so much like Disney movies. We're so happy." And then they said in a DVD audio, audio commentary that, "Oh, they they also got some bad letters saying this is too much like Disney. We don't like it." Anyway, so after Jonah was on a hiatus, they went and made the movie, and uh, in the meantime, um, they had grown and hired lots of people. They hired so many people. Like they started out making videos in the mid nineties, early nineties with, you know, 15, 20 people. They didn't grow too big. But meanwhile, in around the year 2000, 2001, when they were making Jonah, a VeggieTales movie, which was their first feature film released in theaters in on October 4th, 2002, I have a good memory when they were making that they grew to be the largest animation studio between the two coasts in America, between the East and West Coast. Um, so they kept on hiring people. It cost a lot of money. Uh, they hired um, people in marketing. Like They even um, hired people designing toys and, and animators who were from places like Disney. Like These Christian animators came from like Disney to work for VeggieTales in Chicago. And what happened there was around the time of Jonah and just after there were some legal troubles that Big Idea came into, which were related to their financial troubles. Now, to be honest, I have read Phil's book, Me, Myself and Bob, and I have listened to a YouTuber go through this. And to be honest, the legal things are quite complex and it's a bit hard to get my head around. But what seemed to happen was big idea was going to make Jonah, Jonah a VeggieTales movie for about $9 million because I had to like make the visual um, style look more, um, uh, more like fancy, more movie-like, which put the budget up and they had to hire more, hire more people. And so a normal episode maybe cost them 800000 a bit over a million, I'm guessing, based on what I read. Um, so, so this movie, okay, we can do it for nine million, or maybe it was seven million. In the end, the movie cost them fifteen million dollars to make. So they went way over budget, um, and it hired all these people, and it was costing them money. So they'd like, they hadn't been managed money that great, that great. And when Phil had hired these like um, executives, like to run his company, who were from other companies, um, established companies, um. They like started putting the the budgets and finance documents in thing, words like fancy accounting words like net and gross, and this was kind of um, not the way Phil thought. He'd started VeggieTales off in the first few years. He'd had like spreadsheets which said I've I've sold this many videos, and you know that all pay for this many staff, this meant this many people, and that kind of thing. So basically the money management got a bit out of control and then they were making other projects like three to one penguins. They were other animated series and they started another, they were making these series trying to try and kind of bring in more income to keep big idea productions afloat. The Larry boy 2d adventures, uh, that made them no money. They made like these 22, 28 minute episodes, kind of the length of veggie tales, but they were selling these 28 minute episodes on DVD um, maybe video, I'm not sure. And they just went this 2D look, but it was more like flash animation, might not be in flash, not sure, but more 2D kind of cartoony stuff, a bit more like Powerpuff Girls. And basically parents were like, I can get this kind of thing for free on the Cartoon Network. Why am I pay paying money for a DVD? It's just half an hour. So they misunderstood the market and failed with the one. They weren't making money. 
So because of this financial trouble they were in, um, they kept on trying to take on new projects like the publishing deal with Zonda Kids, um, owned by the pub- Christian publishing company Zondervan. So basically what they had was spending money to try and stay afloat. And uh, anyway, so what happened in the end was there was a key court case where there was a company that um, Big Idea Productions had said, you can do a test, like a trial of having DVDs. This, of course, around this time, DVDs were coming out for the first time. It had just been VHS before that. They gave uh, the ability to put one or two DVDs out with this company. Didn't sign them up for the whole like contract for the future. But then later, they gave the contract for DVDs for their VeggieTales episodes to another company. And that original company got really angry, saying, oh, look at this. Would you, you like, and even in court, they, they went to this big court case about it. In court, they said, "Look, we've got this DVD for the test. It says DVD, it says our net logo on it, and that's a VeggieTales DVD that proves that you signed us up in black, kind of like a verbal agreement or implication or something that they were meant to have the DVD rights." Anyway, long story short, big idea lost the court case. And so this amount of money that was going to cost them to sort this out would have put them into bankruptcy. So they did, they went bankrupt. And what happened was they kind of put everything that Big Idea had made, including Larry Boy, Veggie Tales, and 321 Penguins. They put all those files and products and characters into a box and decided to auction that off for the highest bidder. Anyway, so a company called Classic Media bought Veggie Tales. Um, and 3 to 1 Penguins and Larry Boy. So Classic Media had kind of acquired different older characters like Lassie, um, Peabody and Sherman, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and Casper the Friendly Ghost, and a few several others. So they had captured, like, brought all these characters together, although Phil Vischer later said the Muppets um, fam- family of the creator of Muppets said, oh, that's, that's, that's where characters go to die in Classic Media. That's why the Muppets, like, tried to keep them out of classic media and by the uh anyway that's another story and i don't know too much about it so i won't go there what we have here is vegetales is now owned by classic media not phil vischer who uh created big idea productions around the year 1991 to make vegetales and vegetales was fun it was humorous the songs were great these were kind of classic things if you look back back at them now they brought these new people who are talented together but who hadn't done much and they kind of worked very hard over a very hard year to year and you know about you know it was about four years in that they sold their millionth video and they sold millions after that anyway back to basics let's regroup so now in this stage in 2004 two years after jonah came out classic media owns veggie tales they keep on making they're still making videos um and they and they eventually got bought out a couple of times. So different companies bought them. One one time they were bought out by a place called Entertainment Rights in the UK. But then they went they went bought back by an American company. Then in 2009, an interesting thing happened. DreamWorks Animation bought Veg, bought VeggieTales. Then they kept on making DVDs, invested more money into them. They were some quite fun ones, um, like a. Uh, like Celery, Celery Night Fever, and like um, Princess and the Popstar, um, and like um, Mac, uh, the McLurry one with the stinky cheese, and um, and Beauty and the Beat. Anyway, then what happened was DreamWorks Animation and VeggieTales are making the Netflix shows, and guess who bought DreamWorks? 
First of all, may I say, it's so amazing that this big company, which makes so many good movies like Shrek and, and Prince of Egypt, <laughs> bought VeggieTales. They had lots of money behind it. They could do things like do a Netflix show. But in the end, Universal Studios bought DreamWorks Animation. So it's, to this day, at this time in September 2021 AD, Universal Studios owns VeggieTales. So I can't, there's actually Universal Studios is owned by a bigger company called Comcast in America. So Comcast owns Universal, which owns DreamWorks, which now owns VeggieTales and 321 Penguins and Larry Boy. So anyway, so what we've got is Phil Vischer hasn't owned VeggieTales for like, what is it now? Like 17 years. He's done other stuff like What's in the Bible and Galaxy Buck, which are great puppet-based shows that he stars into. What's in the Bible teaches kids through the Bible all the way over 13 hours from Old Testament to New Testament, and I, I highly recommend it. And in the end, Phil Vish has had this opportunity to do other things like What's in the Bible. He's still done all the voices. Now, up to, what has happened in the last two years is... There was a Christian TV channel in America called TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network. They licensed VeggieTales off Universal and they've made this um, series of monthly episodes called The VeggieTales Show, which is basically the characters um, like Bob and Larry and Junior and Petunia um, in making uh, ep like plays and songs in Mr. Nez's theater, this thing they made up for this show. So they have these songs, they have Bible stories, it's actually given them an opportunity to do different kinds of Bible stories than the previous formats lent them, because they can do short, really bite-sized things about, you know, the Philippian jailer in Acts, or even like a story about the feeding of the 5,000, which they can't do normally, because they have a rule not to show Jesus as a vegetable, but they work around that by like not having him shown, and Mr. Light just goes back and forth and stuff. So they've been making these monthly um, shows, including two Larry Boy episodes over the past two years, basically from Christmas 2019. I think they're going to finish around December 2021, and I'm not sure. But Phil Vichat made an announcement on Twitter, literally like a month ago, which said that Universal had fired uh, Kurt Heineke, who did the music for many years, Mike Norrocki, Phil, who did the voice of Bob and many others, and Lee, his wife, Lisa, who did the voice of Junior. Basically, Mike and Kurt hadn't worked them for them for several years. But now, it seems like when Universal next makes VeggieTales, they're not going to have Phil or Lisa as any of the voices, which is shocking because, like, Phil, Mike, and Lisa have done the voices for these characters in almost everything since 1993. This is a long story to get to this place where it's just interesting to consider that if you didn't know this story the creator of VeggieTales hasn't owned them for 13, 17 years. And if you did know it, hopefully there's more detail here. Now, some of this stuff I've got, some of this information I've gotten from me, myself and Bob, which is Phil's 2004 biography about the rise and fall of Big Idea Productions and VeggieTales. Some of it I've just picked up along the way, mainly from the Holy Post podcast. The Holy Post podcast is Phil Vicious podcast, which has run for maybe eight years. In the first few years, it was called the Phil Vicious podcast. And he hosts it um, still weekly with uh, a man called Sky Jatani and their co-host Christian Taylor, who's a documentary producer um, and voiceover artist. And also another couple of guests and regulars they have on. 
So I'm so glad you listened to me today. I'm looking at the clock. It's almost 20 minutes. And this is the first time I've done this. And I hope it sounds good to you. So um, if you can send me feedback or in any way, like, let me know. And I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you learned something about VeggieTales. And I hope to be with you soon to talk about some of the episodes, characters, and songs from VeggieTales. You've been listening to A Grown-Up's Guide to VeggieTales, the podcast for grown-ups who want to know about VeggieTales. You can reach me to give me feedback or send me your thoughts about VeggieTales. Send me an email to vtfanpodcast at gmail.com. That's V for Victor, T for Tango, fanpodcast at gmail.com. Or find me on Facebook at VeggieTalesPodcast. And... Sayonara, and as Bob and Larry would say, remember, God made you special, and he loves you very much. Goodbye. Hello?